You've seen those movies where they say, make my day, or I'm your worst nightmare. Well, listen to this one. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Jingle All the Way is a Christmas comedy film released in 1996 and directed by Brian Levert. Jingle All the Way tells the story of Howard, a father who must compete with a mailman for a sold-out action figure he had promised his son to purchase for Christmas. The movie is available on Disney+. Plus. Please consider watching this film before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. Howard is the tireless working father of Jamie. When Howard fails to attend Jamie's karate class promotion, he tells Jamie he will make it up to him by buying him a Turbo Man action figure. The following morning, as Howard sits out to buy the toy, his neighbor Ted gloats to him that he has bought the same toy for his son Johnny many months in advance. At a toy store, Howard meets Myron, a mailman looking for the same Turbo Man action figure. A rivalry between them ensues when all the stores inform them that they have been sold out of the toy. At a mall, Howard gets the attention of a man dressed in a Santa Claus outfit, claiming he can get him a Turbo Man toy. He takes Howard to a warehouse, but Howard realizes it's a scam, resulting in a bra and prompting the cops to raid the warehouse. In a phone booth outside a diner, Howard calls Jamie. Jamie reminds him not to be late for the Christmas parade. Growing impatient, Howard takes his frustrations out on him. Feeling remorseful, Howard goes inside the diner where he encounters Myron once again. As they talk over their failures, they overhear a radio station advertising a Turbo Man doll. As the two rush to the radio station, they are both upset when they learn that the winner only gets a gift certificate. The cops arrive due to the disturbance they caused, making Myron use a mail package out to be a bomb. Evading the cops, Howard makes it home when he remembers Ted has a Turbo Man doll in his home. Howard attempts to steal it, but is caught by Liz and Ted as they were listening to Christmas carolers. They react in disappointment as Ted joins Liz and Jamie to the parade instead of Howard. Determined not to disappoint Jamie, Howard attends the parade. Still trying to escape from the cops, Howard enters a door where he is mistaken to be the man who is supposed to dress as Turbo Man in the parade. Howard selects Jamie from the crowd and presents him a Turbo Man toy. However, Myron shows up dressed up as Turbo Man's enemy. Myron pursues Jamie leading them on a chase and eventually taking his toy. However, using the weapons in the high-tech suit, Howard is able to defeat Myron. Realizing what occurred was not part of the parade script, the cops arrest Myron and return the action figure to Jamie. The film ends with Howard revealing to Jamie he was in the Turbo Man suit all along. Jamie gives Myron the toy and states that his father is his true superhero. You know, brother, let me tell you something, right? Yeah. Since we're doing Arnold Schwarzenegger in this film, been on, a, on an Arnie kick, right? And something dawned on me when I was watching one of his movies. Let me tell you this, brother. I was watching Predator. Nice. Yeah, bro. And I, I, I look at the design of the Predator. It's fucking cool. And then I noticed he has dreads, right? And it's like, who the fuck gave him dreads? <laughs> yeah, did he go to a salon or what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know about that, but wasn't uh, Jean Collat supposed to be the Predator? Was he, dude? I think so, right? He was like originally cast to play the Predator. Well, I, fuck, I don't, I gotta like research that shit, bro. I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong, but I thought 
he was, and then he got fired, I think. Holy shit. Dude. Maybe I'm just pulling that out of my ass, but I'm pretty sure that's what I read. All right, all right so let's say he was supposed to be the Predator. Mm-hmm. Would this Predator have done the fucking splits? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, would he have worn some black silk underwear? <laughs> the suit is black, dude. Mm, okay. So... Uh, where did those dreads come out from, bro? Mm. <laughs> it's something I was like really critiquing and shit like that. Nice. Oh, fuck it, man. Predator. One of my favorite Arnie movies, man. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, we got a lot to say about Arnie, man. I-, I think it was about time we bring him into our podcast universe, man. Yeah, I'm surprised we waited this long, huh? And for I this movie too. as well. Yeah, and not one of his like born known ones, right? Yeah, it's yeah. this one, man. Yeah. But yeah, with that, brother, let's get started on this Christmas edition of Beer in a Movie with the We Side Boys. So welcome, everybody. To said podcast that is Beer in a Movie with the We Side Boys, where your host, fantastic as always, I'm Ticket the Dominator. And I'm Danny. This is episode number six, brother. 46. 46. I almost fucked up. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Jingle all the way, brother. This is a movie that I saw when I was a kid. I hadn't seen it in a while. Yeah. And when we put it to our podcast, dude, I was like, all right, let's rewatch it. Maybe I'm going to have some shit about it. Because we did have that one episode of Big Trouble in Little China. We we're talking about how it kind of lost its magic over time. Uh-huh. I watched this one, dude, and I was still surprisingly, like, impressed, dude. Yeah, my dad rented this movie. That's how my first time I saw it. And I remember him laughing with glee. Like, he really enjoyed it. And I was a kid, and I was laughing. Yeah. And now that I'm closer to my dad's age now than I am when I was a kid, right, I still find myself laughing with glee. So this is one of those movies that is pretty timeless, I guess. Yeah, dude. It's like... uh... An underrated like Christmas uh-huh. movie, in my opinion, man. Yeah. You know, everybody brings up Home Alone, Home Alone uh-huh. Two, as it should be. It's a fucking classic. You know, The Grinch that stole Christmas, mm-hmm. the the Christmas movie, like th- those fucking movies, right? Yeah. I don't think Jingle All the Way gets the credit I think it deserves. Man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, but yeah, brother, let's discuss more, dude. We'll get into that, but discussion of this movie does not start without opening up some beers. But let me know what we drinking tonight. Yeah. Tonight we are drinking a Shiner, but not just any Shiner. We are drinking the Holiday Cheer Edition. It's a seasonal. It's an ale brewed with peaches and pecans. I first tried this beer a couple years ago. I saw it at Bevmo, I think it was, or Total Wine, one or the other. Mm -hmm. And I saw peaches and pecans, and I'm not a big peach fan, but I was like, you know what? I like Shiner. Let's try it. Let's try it, brother. Mm -hmm. Swig for the good man right here. Bottoms up. Cheers. Wow, this is fucking good, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm digging this, bro. Wow. Solid as fuck. Let me get another swig right here. Yeah, I was going to say, I was pleasantly surprised with this beer. And it's still, this is the first time I'm having it in a bottle. I normally get it in the cans. Mm-hmm. I think it tastes a little bit better in the bottle. Yeah. This is really good, bro. Hmm? Man. I'm going to start drinking this every Christmas now, bro. Yeah, they always have it. And it's real cheap, too. It's like... I think it was a bit more expensive this year, but every other year it's always like six ninety nine for a six pack. Oh shit! Yeah, should have gotten two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me get one more swig right here, brother, and then we'll get into our shout out of the week. Got a couple stories for segment of story time with Tiki. So here's one more swig for the good man. Bottoms up. Cheers. Mm-hmm. I like that whistle. <laughs> Ponder off that uh, ranking, brother, and our shout out of the week. Goes to the good brother, Joey Moreno, brother. He is a jujitsu practitioner, so I call him Joe Jitsu. <laughs> Shout out to you, my good brother. Bottoms up. 
I got a story, bro. I got a couple stories, actually. Okay. About the good brother right here, man. Yeah. So this one, I'm going to bring up this one first, because this one happened only like a month ago. Okay. All right? Is that uh, for those of you out there, I work nights. Okay? So when I go to work, it's it's nighttime, obviously, like I said, and it's hard to see shit sometimes, okay? So you know that area, bro? I don't know what route you take to go to work, but there's that uh, that sprinter that goes through oh, across, yeah, yeah. across from the shell. Uh-huh. Right. So I was making my t- right turn so I can go that way, going towards the hospital. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I see someone and someone waves at me. I'm like, what the fuck? I go, who the fuck is waving at me at this time? And how did they, how did they even see me and notice that it was my car? Uh-huh. And sure enough, it was a good brother, Joe Jitsu, dude. <laughs> His truck had fucking died on the way to work, dude. Uh-huh. It stopped at the hospital going up. Mm-hmm. Right. So I see him, dude. And I was like, I think that's him, dude. So I was like, fuck, let me call him. And then he answers like, hey, brother, like, hey, that's me. It's me that fucking, like, and I was like, flagging you down. I go, yeah, I see you, bro. He goes, uh, he goes, yeah, my, my truck died. I'm like, all right, dude, let me make a U-turn. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take you back to the truck. So I met him at the shell. He got his little tank of gas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All right. And so then I take him back to his truck and he's like, go ahead, dude. Like, don't, don't, uh, don't be late for work. So I was like, I was only like five minutes away from clocking in, you know? Yeah. So there I go, man. I drive away. And then as I drive away, dude, I see someone like approaching him. And who I don't know who the fuck it was, right? It could have been anyone. Yeah. But instead of me pulling over again and be like, all right, maybe this motherfucker's trouble, I was like, nah, he knows jujitsu. He'll fuck him up. <laughs> yeah. Right, and then uh, we, we went to work. We discussed it over at lunchtime, dude. It was uh-huh. fucking awesome, bro. <laughs> it was good shit. Yeah. Everything turned out fine. Uh-huh. Uh, to the good brother, jujitsu. Yeah. Fill up on your tank, brother, before <laughs> you head out, man. I think <laughs> you're living all the way out in Fawbrook. Lesson learned right there, brother. <laughs> I got, and I got one more story right here, brother. Go for it. Mm-hmm. And this actually has to do with our podcast. All right. So uh, we take our lunch break around two in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. So there's one time, you know, all of us were, were having our lunch at two in the morning. And I see see the good brother right there. He's got this, uh, he's listening to something. He's got like a troubled look on his face, right? And I look at him. I go, I go, hey, dude, everything okay? And he's like, I'm listening to your podcast, bro. I'm like, oh, I'm like, first of all, I'm like, I'm like, thank you, brother. I was like, which one are you listening to? And he's like, and his eyes are all big. And he's like, Antichrist. <laughs> and then I'm like, are you at the scissor part? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, huh? Tasty, huh? <laughs> yeah, he heard he heard that part. And he's like, fuck. I don't think the good brother went out of the way to check out Antichrist, the movie. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. all he did was hurt us. Okay. I think we did him a favor, brother. Yeah. So, yeah. Bombs up to you, Jiu-Jitsu, my good brother. Bombs up. Cheers. And before we get into the reggae, I want to say one thing about the good brother, right? I'm speaking to you, brother. You have aspirations of doing something you want to do. You know what it is. You told me not to be too much in detail about it, right? But I'm going to give you that little push, brother. Step by step, your your dreams are going to be there, man. They're going to be there. Get that, get that shit going, man. Get the wheels in motion. And you're going to listen to this and you're going to look back. And you're going to laugh at how fucking crazy it was. When you get all your dreams together, man, everything comes to fruition, man. Get that shit going. I'll be right there front and center for it, brother. Bottoms up. Love you, brother. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right. So now it's time to rank this beer, brother. If you don't mind, let me go first, yeah? Go ahead. This is fucking fantastic, brother. It's very smooth for the holidays. I'm a big fan of peaches, bro. I like peaches. Mm-hmm. So for me, pecans too, because like fairly recently, I, I ate my first pecan pie. Nice. So I very much enjoyed it, man. This is fucking solid, bro. This is a, this is a fucking fantastic beer. Give me three, three-quarter stars, brother. It's almost a fucking four. Nice. Uh, I love this a lot, man. Uh, can't wait to get another one. 
Thanks yeah. for bringing this shit, brother. Yeah, no worries. Like I said, I've had this before. I tried it a couple years ago, and I've gotten it every year since. I wasn't too thrilled about the prospect of peaches. Pecans, I don't mind. But when I tasted it, I like it. I actually, I don't dislike peaches, I should say. I I don't like peach flavor. I yeah. like actually eating peaches is, is fine. Huh. Um, no euphemisms there. <laughs> but um, no, like I like the actual fruit. But this beer is surprising. It's a dark beer. It's very light. What, 5.4? Yeah. yeah. Um, I would like Shiner, you know, the regular Shiner Bach is good, but this one is great. I always grab it. I'm going to give this one a solid four out of five. Fuck yeah, bro. Mm -hmm. I knew you were going to rank it a little higher than me. Yeah. All right. So, one swig for the good man right here, bro. Cheers. Mm -hmm. So, let's get into this introduction, bro, that is Jingle All The Way. Because I remember, I, I don't know what channel was. I want to say TNT. Mm -hmm. They used to have a show called Dinner and a Movie. Yeah, I remember right? that. Remember? Um, I think, I if I remember correctly, they had this movie on there for the holidays one year. Mm -hmm. And that's where I watched it. And then over the years, man, I, I started thinking that, yeah, man, I haven't seen this movie like during the holidays now that I think of it. Because like it's always Home Alone. It's always Home Alone 2. It's always A Christmas Story. It's, it's those movies that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, Jingle All The Way, not so much, but that's my introduction to this, and I was pleasantly surprised once again, I gotta say that, bro. <laughs> it's a fairly easy watch. Yeah, yeah. You have an introduction to this, bro? Yeah, like I said, uh, I remember my dad rented it. We didn't see it in theaters. I don't, did it come out in theaters? I'm assuming it did, right? It had to have been. Yeah. I mean, it... you get Arnold in there, man, he's... Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I watched it on home video, and like I said, my dad, he loved it. He was cracking up the whole time because he likes cheesy movies. Yeah. And it's Arnold and Sinbad. You know, Sinbad <laughs> yeah. kills it. Uh, yeah, Sinbad's bro. one of my favorite characters, uh, and I'll get into a story later when we talk about him more. But, sounds good, brother. Sounds yeah. good. But let's get into the premise of this mm -hmm. now, man. So the premise of this film is that on Christmas Eve, I believe, is that what they said, right, is that uh, Arnold's, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character's name is Howard. He is a workaholic father, man. He's uh, they make it to a point that he he disappoints his son Jamie quite a bit. Yeah. So during a uh, a promotion for karate class, he doesn't make it, and to make it up to him, he says, "I'm gonna get you an action figure, uh, from his hero, uh, Turbo Man." Mm -hmm. Right. So it, like to put it in perspective, dude, it's like for me, it would be like when I was a kid, and I asked my dad for like a Power Rangers yeah. fucking. Mm -hmm. uh, dollar fucking yeah. action figure or whatever the fuck you want to call it right so it's kind of like that so on and then the, the toys are all sold out and so the whole movie is basically him competing with someone else that wants that same action figure yeah all right so that's the premise of this film man so now let's get into the characters i already mentioned howard played by arnold schwarzenegger man and again i'm very happy that it's about time we bring arnie into our podcast universe brother uh his his son jamie played by jake lloyd man and uh, you brought it to my attention, brother, that he, uh, Jake Lloyd isn't an actor anymore. He's more known now, actually, for, like, off the off the shit that he that he's unfortunately going through. Yeah. Yeah, that, we'll get into Jake Lloyd a little later because there is a film that I watched from him. Might be the only one besides Jingle All the Way that I watched. I think you know which one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so Jamie's uh, mom is, is Liz, played by Rita Wilson, fucking Mrs. Tom Hanks herself, dude. Yep. Yeah, so then we'll get into Myron now. And you already brought him up, brother. That's Simbad. Simbad is a mailman in this. Mm -hmm. 
All right. And the thing is, like, I, I might have missed it. I'm not sure because he's trying to get the same toy, right? Yep. Does he ever bring up that he has kids? Yeah, he does. Does he? Cause... Okay, because I don't recall because all I remember is him talking about how his dad let him down <laughs> for a certain for a certain like doll or, or toy when he was a kid. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't recall actually. I might have just been looking away when he brought up a kid. Yeah, or something. when uh, we get into the actual discussion part and when you bring him up for the first time, I'll go into oh, okay. uh, when he he talks about it and my story. Word by the word, and then the next card we're gonna get to is Ted which is the neighbor of Howard and Liz, and that is played by the late Phil Hartman, bro. Yeah. So for all of you out there that have never heard of the name Phil Hartman, um, Wikipedia his stuff or Google him. It's fucking heartbreaking what happened to him. Mm. He has since passed away. It's fucking horrible what happened there. Yeah. Rest in peace to fucking Phil Hartman, man. He was, he was a fantastic uh, actor. Yep. All right. And the last character I'm going to bring up, he's very minor, but it is Officer Hummel, mm-hmm. <laughs> played by Robert Conrad. And he is an officer that happens to fucking be whenever shit just goes down. Yeah, in fucking Howard's way. All he wants to do is get a fucking toy for his kid, man. And this piece of shit officer is always, like, in the way. Yeah. Right? So those are the characters, brother. And then what do you say? Let's take one more strike for the good men, and we'll dive into the plot of this underrated Christmas movie that is Jingle All the Way. What do you say, brother? Let's do it. Bottoms up. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right, so the film begins with Jamie watching TV, and he's watching the kind of like a trailer or maybe an episode of yeah. his favorite superhero, Turbo Man. Like I mentioned before, it would be kind of like me watching an episode of Power Rangers, man. Uh, one thing is that it transitions to Howard, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, his father. He's very busy. He's a workaholic. Uh, it's during the Christmas season, so he gets a bunch of phone calls about, uh, I believe it's like a furniture store or something like that, right, brother? Yeah, I, like I forgot, but yeah. Yes, and so he keeps getting all these phone calls, and he says the same shit to everybody at the very end. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, for like a large order. He goes, oh, of course for you. You're my number one customer, uh-huh. and shit like that. And then even his wife, Liz, calls and says, hey, where are you? You're going to be late for uh, Jamie's uh, karate class uh-huh. promotion. Yep. And he says, oh, I'll be right there. And even this motherfucker says to his own wife, you're my number one customer. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, man, this motherfucker's in gray with work. <laughs> and that he hardly has time for his kid or planting the seeds that he disappoints him all the time because he's always so fucking busy with his work. Uh-huh. All right. So now let's transition to the actual karate class. He's fucking late there. And one person that's there is the, the introduction to Ted. He is the neighbor of them. And did you notice, bro, that like a lot of women flirt with him yeah. throughout the movie? Yeah. He's like the single dad because they bring it up later on that he got divorced. Uh huh. And he's kind of like the neighborhood flirt, I guess. I mean, I don't know because it's kind of a kids movie, right? Mm-hmm. This movie's rated like what, like PG, PG thirteen, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of implying that he's like hooking up with all the the moms. Yeah. Mm. So this is the first one that he does, and we never see her again. Yeah. And shit like that. But yes, uh, uh, Howard is late getting over there. When he decides it's time to fucking get there, he gets pulled over by a cop. Yeah. This is Officer Hummel. Officer Hummel makes him do the ABCs backwards, yeah. which what the fuck? Like he has him even do a sobriety test yeah. and then the ABCs. And he's like, oh, you got to do it backwards. Yeah. Dude, even sober, I can't fucking do yeah, that. I was going to say the same thing. You know? <laughs> so, yes, it, he gets uh, home. Um, well, he, he ends up making it very late to the promotion. He never even like shows up to it. You can see Jamie being very disappointed uh-huh. that he doesn't do it. Then he gets home. And when he gets home, you can see that Ted... It's putting the Christmas lights on his own fucking yeah. home. Yeah. 
That is an insult to a man. Yeah. You don't fucking do that, dude. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, dude, I would have climbed up that fucking roof, dude, and throw him off, and then do a swanton bomb after. But I will say it's Chris. It's the day before Christmas Eve, and he doesn't have lights up. Yeah. So it's kind of like, was he not planning on putting them up? Because mm-hmm. when are you gonna put them up on Christmas Eve, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he is a piece of shit. Yeah. Good. Good point, brother. Mm. Good shit on that one. Uh, I I kind of cringed on this point, bro, when I went back and like watched this movie. Is that when he goes to Jamie's room to like kind of make it up to him, uh-huh. and he tries to like play with them, and he puts his like his purple belt that he got from the promotion, uh-huh. and he tied it around his headband like a like a kung fu <laughs> yeah, master. Yeah, those fucking kung fu noises, bro, were so cringe. <laughs> like holy shit, dude. And and earlier on, I was like, oh fuck, I don't remember this part, but I'm like, fuck, am I really gonna watch this shit? Yeah, I remember it. Yeah. But uh, it, okay, it's it's beside the point because mm-hmm. this actually is actually a solid fucking film. Yeah. But yeah, he tells he tells Jamie like, "Hey, I'm very sorry. I'll make it up to you. I will buy you a Turbo Man, uh, toy." Mm-hmm. And it's cool because like Jamie even tells him like, "Oh yeah, like the toy has this. It has this. Like all these like uh, like things that come with yeah the toy that comes late into effect as like when they get into the parade. We'll get yeah, into yeah. that a little later. Uh, the next morning, uh, Howard goes to take off to go find the toy, right? Yeah. And they also bring up that it's like, hey, you can't go to work. You need to go to the parade. Uh-huh. Like Liz tells him you need to go to the parade. Yeah. But really, he's just setting out to go and get the toy. Uh-huh. And this is where where uh, Ted comes out and he says, go, hey, my son Johnny, you know, I got him a couple gifts and one of them was a, a literal fucking reindeer, dude. Uh, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because later on when we, we meet Johnny, uh-huh. He he says that he named his fucking reindeer <laughs> Ted, Ted yep. after his dad. <laughs> it would be like like getting a dog, dude. Yeah. And you naming it after someone you don't like. <laughs> like Ben Perro, you know, like come here and shit like that. After said name and shit. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, but then among the other fucking uh, gifts that he he brings up is that he's like, well, I got my son a Turbo Man doll. Uh-huh. And it's in matter of fact, it's sitting underneath my tree right uh-huh. now. Right. So this comes in later. And shit right there. All right. So now let's fast forward now where uh, he goes into the store, right? Or he goes outside of the store. I'm sorry. And they they said, oh, you're two minutes early. I can't let you guys in. Yeah. Right. Right. And this is the introduction of Myron played yep. by fucking Sinbad. Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Myron is one of my favorite characters. He's yeah. like he's like the mailman. That's crazy. Even when I was a kid, I enjoyed his character. He made mm-hmm. me laugh. Yeah. But now that I'm a grown ass adult, uh, I'll say here's my story here. I worked at the post office for a month and a half, almost two months, way back in 2016. And I can sympathize. I understand his polite, why he's so crazy. Because fuck the post office. This is the <laughs> worst job I ever worked. Bunch of miserable people. They're good people, but they're just ground down by a miserable job and a miserable work environment. It's just horrible. So I have a further appreciation for his character as an adult now. Damn, bro, that's crazy mm-hmm. shit, man. Yeah. But yeah, the thing in the introduction of Myron that's funny is just how he rants and rants mm-hmm. and rants, dude. Mm-hmm. And he ends up bringing up that he's looking after the same Turbo Man toy. Yeah. But he calls him Turtle Man. Yeah. So this is the part where you were saying you don't know if he said that he has kids. Uh-huh. In this opening rant, he does say, he's like, man, you know, we work all year and here we are standing on Christmas Eve trying to get a toy for our kids. He's like, my son, he wants his turtle man doll and that's when you know arnold says uh 
It's Turbo Man. <laughs> That's good. Do that again, brother. That's really good. <laughs> no. So, so this is, he does have a son. And also later on, he mentions that he's a single father. I was like, oh, okay. Which is understandable. Bro, I fucking completely missed it. I don't know how the fuck I missed that. Yeah, dude. it's it's in that very intro conversation. Mm, I, I probably was like writing something down and shit and mm. I missed it. But fucking yeah. well, I mean, he does rant for quite a bit. So He does. It mm. was a funny rant, too. <laughs> yeah. And what made it like even funnier, too, is that like, he gets to the point where he's just so fucking like, like mad uh-huh. with this Randy. He starts choking a lady, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's a lady with like a fur coat, right? Or a uh-huh. fur, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that part had me laughing so fucking hard, dude. <laughs> and then after the two minutes pass, they're able to go into the store. And bro, this is, I was like, fuck, dude, these like fucking grown ass people running into a fucking store. Like it's like ridiculous, dude. Yeah. It was a little reminiscent to me of um, Requiem for a Dream. Mm-hmm. Remember when they go running into the store to get the heroin? I don't remember that part. And then the the, the the fucking um the guys are peeling the oranges and shit. No, it's not jumping out at okay, me. Okay, well we'll go back and listen, to, uh, watch that, bro, just yeah. to see like parallels of it and shit like that. Yeah, I will say that uh, this is kind of like a bygone era. They used to have toys that were like this popular, where if you didn't get it, you were screwed. I think like the Furby. Remember that stuff? Mm, oh yeah. Like, and all that, but I feel like that doesn't really happen these days anymore. No, nah, fuck no, dude. Mm-hmm. Nowadays we got Amazon. Yeah, do down, that shit. Yeah, download your video games. Yeah, home, dude. Yeah. But yeah, when they get there, they are told that all the the Turbo Man dolls have sold out. Uh huh. And, <laughs> and this is the part that made me laugh because seeing other people laugh makes me laugh, dude. Uh-huh. The, the way they're like, "Hey, where's the Turbo Man doll?" And then everybody just starts fucking laughing. It's like, you, this guy thinks that there's a Turbo Man doll available right now. And then the whole fucking store starts fucking laughing at him, yeah. dude. I know, to me, it had me laughing, dude. I almost had a fat attack watching them laugh. Dude. Yeah, and they, all they have is the goofy-ass booster. Yeah. And what's the bad guy's name? Uh, Dementor. Dementor, yeah. yeah. They're like, we have plenty of Dementor and <laughs> And booster and even so it's like nobody wants booster yeah Fuck that, guy, dude. Pretty much. that would be that would be like i want like a pirate i want the dragon zord uh-huh. it's like oh but we have a putty right here <laughs> Fuck the putty dog i don't fucking want that dude yeah. you know but yes because of this dude now myron and howard are competing yeah amongst other people for this turbo man well myron figure. first offers to mm-hmm. be like divide and conquer let's join up but Howard's kind of like, I need to do this for myself because I'm a piece of shit father, but I need to do it. But Myron takes it the wrong way and then mm-hmm. they become enemies. Yeah. So they have nowhere else to go into the store. So now he goes like, uh, uh, excuse me, Howard, he has to like go and like call. Mm-hmm. Right. So he calls Liz, but he doesn't answer. She doesn't answer the phone. It's Ted who <laughs> happens to be flirting with Liz. Yeah. Right. So let's remember that shit because. The women around the neighborhood tend to flirt with Ted, but uh-huh. Ted flirts with Liz, right? And then it's funny because, dude, this part had me like, this is one of the scenes I remember the most, is that he's like on a payphone, mm-hmm. and he calls and he says, I need to talk to Liz. Oh, she's taking a shower. She's busy right now. And by the way, I'm eating these cookies right now. <laughs> and then and then Arnold says, well, like, who told you you can eat my cookies, right? Yeah. And I got to pause right here, brother, because... There is a fucking metal band out there named Austrian Death Machine. Uh-huh. And all of their songs are Arnold Schwarzenegger lines in movies. Nice. There is a song called Who Told You You Can Eat My Cookies. <laughs> and when I saw them live, they were thro- they played the song and they were throwing out cookies and they were spraying <laughs> the crowd with 2% milk. <laughs> Dude, one of the sickest shows I've ever been to. Man. Nice. It's right. fucking awesome. Yeah. 
It's so good, man. I fucking yeah. It reminded me of that, dude. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, he has to hang up and shit. Uh, by the way, he could have just called back. Ooh. You know when, <laughs> when when he like he's like, oh sorry, gotta go. The cookies are like fucking almost ready or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, why not just call him back and say you better not touch my fucking wife, you piece of shit. No, that too. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's on a payphone. Maybe he didn't have him quarters. True that, bro. Another, oh, fuck, another yeah. bygone era. This is 1996, 97. Yeah. You're very true, bro. Sorry about that, man. Thank you. You're, you're knocking some sense to me already, but mm-hmm. but yes, Myron then decides to tell Howard, uh, let's like team up and shit like that. Uh, and Howard says, "No, I like to do things alone." Mm-hmm. And this is he gets into his car because there's this random fucking guy that says, "Oh, there are power man dolls in this fucking area." Yep. So then they take off, right? Mm-hmm. And then one thing I gotta bring up, bro, is that. Myron always carries his fucking mail bag with him. <laughs> yeah, his little satchel. Did you notice that? Yeah. It's like, why not just leave it in the fucking mail mail cart that you're in? Well, he's a mailman to the bone, man. He, Dang, he, fuck it, He's going to hit dude. some houses the way he goes around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking. Hit. Lord knows they don't have enough time to do it in the regular day, so <laughs> might as well, right? <laughs> hey, good point, brother. <laughs> fucking hey, dude. But yeah, Howard gets into his car, and he backs up, and he hits a fucking car. Uh, the more the, the, the cop yeah. bike, right? Mm-hmm. Excuse yeah. me. And it happens to be, of course, fucking Officer Hummel, mm-hmm. the same motherfucker that pulled him over and tried to get him to do the sobriety test. Right? So, yeah, because of this, he is fucking late. Mm-hmm. He eventually shows up to the fucking store and they do like this, like, lottery draw. Yeah. Which I, I okay, like, explain this to me a little bit, brother, because, uh-huh. like, the, the way the lottery draw works is, like, we're going to give out these, like, balls, right? Yep. And then it's like whoever gets this raffle, uh-huh. and it's like then then you get the chance to win the doll, right? Yep. So then why the fuck were they going after that one fucking? Yeah, doll? that actually hit me now as an adult. Like I don't get it because what it was is first of all the asshole who decided to put them on bouncy balls is mm-hmm. a piece of shit. Like because they know they're gonna fall and <laughs> yeah. like they're gonna bounce everywhere. But even besides that point, my understanding is that. They have certain numbers on balls, mm-hmm. and they don't tell you which one are which. But they probably have like a limited supply of the turbo man. They probably have like, you know, maybe $20 or something, mm-hmm. right? So whoever's like number 15. So they don't really know what it is, but they just commit to this one ball. Yeah. So this, this one ball out yeah. of like fucking a thousand, mm-hmm. dude. It doesn't say like it's a turbo man one. It's just a number on it, but I don't know. Yeah. But what what made me laugh too, dude, is because like when when Arnold was like jumping for the fucking ball. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, dude. All right, shout out fucking eighty thousand seven hundred thirty-seven, my good brother <laughs> Ned Nava, bro. And the reason why, dude, is like, whenever we go to shows, Ned oh. is known for fucking like just catching these drumsticks. Yeah, bro. When he fucking jumped high for it, I'm like, dude, that's Ned catching a drumstick right there, bro. Yeah, yeah. And then gives him to me. Much love, brother. Love mm-hmm. you for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's done it for me three fucking times, dude. I'll say, I, I think uh, I'm as excited to hear your shout out stories about Ned. Probably more than he is. <laughs> no, somewhere out there, he's driving, fucking doing the bow thing, yep. shit like that. Mm-hmm. Eyes on the road, brother. Eyes on the road. <laughs> Cheers. But yeah, dude. And then because of this, dude, they go after that one fucking ball, uh-huh. right? And then he like he's on the ground. And he gets fucking <laughs> mace, dude. I rewinded this scene twice, dude, because the sound fucking Howard makes when he gets maced in the eyes uh-huh. was fucking hilarious, yep. dude. Mm-hmm. The fucking ball. Keeps fucking bouncing. It takes off and takes off and takes off. It ends up landing in the lap of a kid. Yep. Which, by the way, bro, I gotta, I gotta bring this up. I had no idea if there was a boy or a girl. Yeah, me either. Actually, now that you mentioned it, yeah. be- be- and the reason why, dude, if you paid attention to the writing, mm-hmm. fucking Howard even says, "Hey, little boy, please give me back this," you know. Mm-hmm. And then the fucking kid puts the ball in his mouth. 
Mm-hmm. But then he says, little girl, I need the fucking ball. <laughs> so which one is it, dude? Is it a boy or a girl? I don't know. I you thought sh- it was a boy, dude. You should use they, them pronouns. <laughs> oh, <laughs> way ahead of the time, brother. <laughs> I will say the one part that cracked me up about this is when uh, Sinbad's character, Myron, he gets mm-hmm. tackled and they're mm-hmm. beating him and he's like, Rodney King, Rodney <laughs> King. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. That shit had me laughing too, yeah, man. Yeah, that was great, dude. Uh, th- th- this is such an underrated gem, dude. Because uh-huh. it did, at up to this point, I was laughing quite a bit already, dude. Mm-hmm. All right? So let's go a little forward now. Uh, the little kid puts the ball in his mouth. Fucking disgusting. Yep. Uh he uh, Howard goes up to the kid, still trying to get the ball, but then a bunch of angry moms like just hit him with purses and <laughs> yeah, shit. Like and they that. call him a pervert. Yeah, I'm not a pervert. Yeah. Not a pervert, <laughs> dude. That's pretty good, dude. That's real fucking good, man. Let me get a cheers for that, man. <laughs> cheers. Hmm. So now that he can't get that one very fucking ball, he ends up walking away, and he goes into a Santa Claus guy, man, mm-hmm. dressed up as Santa Claus, played by fucking Jim Belushi, oh, dude. Man. All right, yeah. I gotta, I'll say this, brother. There's one movie I did see Jim Belushi in. Uh-huh. When we get to the later work, I'll bring it up. All right. Yeah. But yeah, dude, played by Jim Belushi, and then he tells him, he goes, "Hey, man, if you need a power, power man toy, I know where to get you one." Mm. So then he takes him to this like warehouse. Yep. Right, and then it's obviously a fucking scam. There's a bunch of Santa Clauses working yeah. in this fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. And he tells him, uh, "Oh, there's a midget too, right?" In the uh yeah yeah it's uh what mini me i don't know is Vern troyer yep mm-hmm. was it him okay i oh no no, no. or was uh, it someone else no he he has the uh his elf who's the i don't know is the actor's name mm-hmm. but uh Vern troyer is one of the santa oh okay the, the small santas oh okay cool mm-hmm. cool cool but yes they they go to that and then they go to this warehouse and then it's obviously a fucking scam. He tells them, all right, I need this for $300. Mm-hmm. And then it's wrapped. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's going <laughs> to fucking look under to see if it's real and shit. Yeah. But then, like, he tells them, oh, no, don't don't open it up. Yeah. And it's like a multilingual one, yes, like in Spanish and yes, shit. Yeah, in Spanish, yeah. Yeah, and then he says, well, fuck this, man. You're going to... And then he starts talking shit to all of them mm. to where a fight breaks out between Howard and a bunch of Santa Clauses. Yeah. And then he gets encountered by a fucking giant Santa Claus played by the fucking Big Show, dude. Nice. Yeah, I knew it was a wrestler, but I don't know uh, yeah. which one because I wasn't a big wrestling fan. But I, I, I figured it. Bro, I had to. T- I got to bring up this story now. Uh-huh. All right, because uh, the Big Show was in the Water Boy. Mm-hmm. He was Captain Insano. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, dude. So I remember when I went to a wrestling show one time. My seats were at the very front, like where the aisle is. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I'm I can see the wrestlers fucking go walk down the aisle. Yeah. And then I started yelling. The big show came out, and I was like, Captain Insano, <laughs> Captain Insano shows no mercy, right? And then he just stopped and he stared at me, and I I kept talking shit because like he can't do anything to me. He can't put his hands on me. So I'm like, get the get your ass in the fucking ring. Yeah, like fuck you, because he was a bad guy uh-huh. around this time. But yeah, dude, I I saw the big show in this movie, and I was like, all right. Yeah, it just brought back some memories and it's shit great. like that. Yeah. Uh, I did laugh at the part though, dude, when like, uh, like the because like the big show, he has the fucking like a midget on him, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Or someone has a midget and he punches him, but then he it goes down and punches the midget. Mm-hmm. That shit had me laughing, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, dude, but when midgets <laughs> get kicked or punished and shit, I fucking <laughs> laugh, brother. It is. And then this part was fucking dumb, dude. It's like, <laughs> it's like 
they kind of all surround Howard, mm-hmm. all these Santa Clauses, and then Jim Belushi calls for a dog pile. <laughs> Why, dude? Why? What, what is Jim a Belushi. fucking dog pile gonna do? Mm-hmm. Right? And then on cue, the fucking cops raid this uh-huh. fucking place, which I thought, like, uh, like in a sudden move, like Howard pretends that he's a cop. That was pretty clever. I it like. It was that, yeah. clever, right, he, dude? He grabs like a kid's toy, like a a, detective <laughs> a fake badge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His fucking kindergarten cop instincts kicked in for that one. Dude. Yeah, Detective John Kimball. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, bro. Do that again, dude. That was good, man. But yes, dude. But when he gets home, or he's trying to get home, right, dude? But then he notices that his gas is like empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- look at how yeah, perfect is that, brother? <laughs> Jiu-jitsu, if you're listening to this, brother. Fill up the tank, brother. Mm. Fill up the tank. And then his fucking, like, uh, his car fucking stops at a diner. Mm-hmm. Right? In this fucking diner. Uh, well, which, by the way, because when he goes to like the diner, mm-hmm. it also transitions like back to home. Yeah, and it goes to like the neighborhood where you get the introduction of Johnny, uh-huh. which is Ted's son, yep. and he says, and this is where he says, "Oh yeah, this is my pet reindeer. I named him Ted after my." T- <laughs> <laughs> that piece of shit reindeer comes into effect later into yeah, the yeah, movie, man. Yeah. But yes, Howard, he ends up calling Jamie. And he kind of like Jamie kind of scolds him, mm-hmm. and he tells him about like Turbo Man and how you're always late and you never keep your promises and shit. Yeah, and let, let's kind of put things in perspective. You know, um, Howard's not having the best of days. He's just doing his best to try to get this fucking uh, this action figure. Yeah, and so yeah, his impatience fucking grows like thinner and thinner. Mm-hmm. So he fucking yells at him. It's pretty sad, but then he realizes he fucked up. He should not have yelled at him. Yeah. He disappoints Jamie all the time. So he goes into the diner where fucking Myron happens yeah. to be there. Uh-huh. Uh, this scene was actually pretty nice because uh-huh. like they they start they basically like make peace uh-huh. despite all the bullshit that happened. Because I would have been like, "Hey, fucker, because of you, I got maced." You know, and then, <laughs> you know, and I went through all this bullshit. No, they break bread, and I, mm-hmm. I like how uh, Myron pulls out the old homestead, <laughs> the whiskey, <laughs> and he's like, "You want some?" And uh, Howard's like, "Yeah, fuck it." Fuck it, why not, huh? But yes, they both discuss pretty much like each other's failures and stuff like Uh, that. Like Howard brings up that he did a clubhouse mm -hmm. like for Jamie in a previous Christmas, but then it disappoints him because he's he just hasn't been there. Yeah. Where Myron brings up that his father didn't get him a Johnny uh, Omega gun. Yeah. I think is what I don't Mm -hmm. even know what that is. I don't know if it's fictional or. I think it's one of the well, it's fictional, but it's probably like one of those guns. Like, do you remember the plastic guns you'd get that have like the buttons and they'd make like laser sounds and stuff? I think it was like one of those. No, I don't know what that is. I'd have to see a picture of it. Yeah, it's like a early '90s, or well, I guess in this case, probably like late 60s early Mm. 70s but yes when they discuss all their failures that they've been going through it's like a night like uh it's like a kind of like a touchy moment like Uh heartfelt and stuff like that but then they overhear a radio and it said the first caller to Mm -hmm. to name all the reindeers Mm -hmm. gets to win this turbo man and so they like they like they like fucking get up and shit Mm -hmm. howard goes and gets to a phone the nearest phone and he calls Mm -hmm. because he starts like naming off all the reindeers yeah he knows them all and how fucking convenient that he's the first fucking caller. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and then, but he actually gets selected. And then Myron, he's a spoiler. He rips out the phone. So he, he screws them both over, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's... They start fighting and shit, too. Mm-hmm. Where, like, the, the gentleman inside the diner says, hey, man, the fucking radio station's only two blocks away. Mm-hmm. Like, handle your shit over there. Mm-hmm. They fucked, dude, on the way over there, dude, it was good shit, man. Just how they were, like, pursuing each other. Uh-huh. When they get to the radio station... Uh, Howard gets there 
And he like pretty much tells and he yells at the guy and he says, I know the fucking names of the reindeer. Yeah, he's like singing. He's like, Dasher, Dancer, Donner, Blitzen. Do that again, bro. That's really good. Do that again. It's very uh, fucking good, dude. But yes, he gets there and he's like, it's not that simple, man. You don't just get shit like that. And then on Q Myron shows up, dude. Mm-hmm. And let's remember, he's a he's a mailman. So he has packages, right? So he says, I have a bomb right here. <laughs> yeah. And he fucking drops it, dude, and it's clearly fake. Yep. Right? But because of this shit, the guy from the radio station, he calls the cops. Yep. And gets a disturbance. And then they get fucking pissed off when he says, it's not that simple. You you have the chance to win the fucking doll, but really you get a gift certificate. Yeah, and I think that's shitty. Why that we, is so shitty, Obviously, bro. this toy is, like, super in demand. So mm-hmm. if you're having a radio giveaway, why would you give a gift certificate? You feel like they would have it at the studio right mm-hmm. like that's just lame it's stupid as fuck mm. i would have been pissed yeah 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 so this okay maybe not a bomb uh-huh. but i would have been like i would have done something like fucking <laughs> to fuck shit up yeah you know so then the cops arrive and among the fucking people in this cops it's fucking officer hummel what a piece mm-hmm. of shit of course this motherfucker would show up mm-hmm. right so then when they show up then myron brings up another package he says i got a bomb right here uh-huh. right and then this is the kicker for this dude he fucking he leaves it in the middle and fucking says all right i have the detonator right here and it's gonna fucking <laughs> blow up so this leave makes him fucking leave uh-huh. right so then officer hummel says hey I have my experience in the bomb squad. I know what I'm doing right here. Mm, yeah. And then when you see like Howard outside, you see it in the very back, it fucking blows up. <laughs> yeah. So it was a real fucking bomb. Yeah. Dude. And I like Sinbad. He's like, that was really a bomb. <laughs> There's some sick people in this world. <laughs> that shit had me laughing so hard, dude. Because like, he's like, he pretty much is joining. Yeah. He's part of the group. That's part of the sick world, dude. Uh, but yeah. he's the one that complained with it, dude. <laughs> Good shit right there. That shit had me laughing, dude. Dude, yeah. Dude, I gotta bring Simbad is fucking perfect. Yeah, he nailed it in man. this fucking role. He nailed man. It. Mm-hmm. Did you but Jans bro, did you ever check out any of the stand-up? Because I haven't. Uh it's been a long time, but I watched some of it, but I don't remember any of it. But I always liked Sinbad. He was in a couple other movies that I can't think of the name, but mm. I've I've always enjoyed him. Yeah. So as they're escaping, right? So now because uh, let's remember, dude, like uh, Howard can't really get far because his car doesn't have gas. Mm-hmm. But when he gets there, he sees that his car's been vandalized. Yeah, right? they like ripped all the tires and mm-hmm. the doors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so because of this, he has to get his fucking car towed, which gets him home. Huh. When he gets home, he sees Ted is in his fucking home. And he, dude, it's actually a solid shot, dude. When he looks into his home mm-hmm. and he sees Ted inside with Liz uh-huh. and shit. But then he has like a, he remembers something. He goes, fuck. I don't have the Turbo Man gift, but I do remember Ted saying that he has a fucking yeah. Turbo Man under his tree. Mm-hmm. So he does it. He goes into his fucking home. He goes under the tree. He takes the fucking... And how fitting, too, that it was wrapped <laughs> yeah. in, in the fucking in Turbo, Turbo Man. Man. Yeah. yeah, it's like, ooh, I wonder what the fuck is inside. You know what's funny is mm. that he shakes it and it's like, I'm Turbo Man. <laughs> like, what a shitty way to wrap a gift, right? Because I remember when I was a kid, your parents would try to hide what was inside mm-hmm. it. They would, like, put stuff in there to throw you off but yeah. that one all he has to do is just touch it and it goes i'm turbo man i know <laughs> if my power rangers gifts were wrapped in fucking power rangers gifts i'd be like "Ooh, i wonder what it is <laughs> yeah come on you're, you're my intelligence is fucked like that dude yeah like, no, you, right? what do you really think mm. is it like mm. but anyways man i did mention they have a piece of shit reindeer yeah that's there dude 
he notices, dude, that like it's inside while like Howard's in there uh-huh. and shit like that. But you know what? Like he Howard kind of thinks different of it. He goes, you know what? It's not good, man, to be stealing from shit like that. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I'm going to try to put it back. But this fucking reindeer, Ted, right? He fucking chases him, dude. Something, I don't know what it was. Was it like a sculpture or something like that that like goes into the fire? Oh, he had like, like a, what is it? The nativity scene, right? It was like mm-hmm. one of the wise men or uh, I could be wrong. Is Sorry. that what it was, dude? It, uh, I, I, I just thought it was some sculpture. Dude. It was Balthazar. That's what he says, right? Oh, okay, brother. Remember, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he says it himself, mm-hmm. right? He's like, yeah. Balthazar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> outside while this is going on, bro, there are Christmas carolers. Uh-huh. This makes uh, Liz and Ted go outside to listen to them. Mm-hmm. While Ted, or well, excuse me, while Howard is putting away this fucking fire caused by this piece of shit reindeer, <laughs> right? And then it like, just to like, because he's had so much to do. He said, fuck, I've had it with this shit. So he kicks fucking Baltazar outside. because <laughs> it's on fire. Yeah. yeah, and it goes right through the glass. And this is how uh, Liz and Ted see that Howard has been stealing because he has the package in his hand still uh, yeah. and shit like that. So they're pissed off about it. And it's clearly they're disappointed to where they say, you know what? Fuck this. We're going to the parade. Mm. Ted and Johnny are com- are coming with us, man. And dude, I fucking love this scene, bro. This scene was fucking awesome. When he goes outside, the reindeer fucking follows him. Uh-huh. And he fucks up the reindeer, dude. <laughs> yeah, he punches them right in the face, he right? He fucking punches. Oh, but dude, there's a there's a quote that Ted says that made me laugh fucking hard. And he says... It's just, you can't bench your press yourself out of this oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That shit had me laughing so hard, dude. <laughs> it's clearly Arnold, man. Mr. Olympia himself and shit like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And shit like that. That was so fucking good, man. But here's the kicker that made me laugh about it, dude, is that when he's feeling down, he grabs some beer, dude. Yeah, yeah. And then to make it up, because he punched a fucking, he uppercutted this fucking reindeer, reindeer yeah. he gives him a bowl and he pours the beer inside, dude. Yeah, yeah. And they're sharing beer together. <laughs> How many people can say that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I shared a beer with the reindeer because I fucked him up, dude. <laughs> that shit was so good, man. It like yeah. brings them together. <laughs> yeah, they're like friends, though. <laughs> yeah, dude. But because of this, dude, he has kind of like this, like, like an epiphany almost. Mm-hmm. He's because he sees a picture of like a happy family. Yeah, well, it's the picture that his son drew of yeah. like him and the mom and yeah. maybe the treehouse, I think. Yeah, and he and he tells himself, you know what? It's time to keep my promises, man. Mm-hmm. So he ends up going to the parade. At the parade, man, while they're already there, like Liz and Ted are there, and they make the kids like go out. Mm-hmm. So it leaves them in the car. And this is where like Ted starts fucking like actually like flirting. With Liz, dude, yeah. like for real this time. And it's uh-huh. like, can't hide your feelings from me forever, Liz. <laughs> yeah. To where she was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah. So then Howard, he goes over there. And then of who the fuck shows up? It's fucking Officer Hummel, dude. Mm-hmm. He hasn't fucking forgotten. And he, he fucking leaves, but he tries to get him and he fucking gets coffee poured on him, dude. Mm-hmm. That shit made me laugh too hard. I don't know why I laughed so hard at that, dude. <laughs> so good. Dude, and then there was a fucking great shot. Where Howard sees uh, Liz and Ted in the car, and you see him approaching. Yeah. Fuck, dude, that was such a nice shot, dude. I had no idea that there'd be fucking respectable shots and jingle all the way. <laughs> yeah. I would have never fucking guessed, bro. Mm. But yes, because of this shit, dude, he's he's still trying to get away from the cops, dude. Yeah. Officer Hummel's been on his ass the whole time. Mm. It seems like, dude. So he goes into a fucking door, and in this door, dude, they pretty much say like, "Oh, there he is, man." 
this is the guy. Thank you for, you know, and they think he's the guy that's supposed to be dressed up as Turbo Man in the yeah. parade. Well, the reason why they think that is because I guess the original guy, he got like maimed or something because they're like, oh, the other guy's showing brain activity. That's a good sign. <laughs> so this is like a last minute replacement. And he's like saying, oh, everything we said on the phone about the safety stuff is so good. You're good to go. And he's like, what? What am I supposed to do? You know, he's like yeah. freaking out. So, yeah. Yeah, dude. But then, like, uh, among the people, who's the name that no one likes, dude? That, that character? Oh, yeah. Booster? Booster. The actor. Uh, Who the fuck is he, dude? He looks so familiar. He dude. was in, he's in one of my favorite movies called Better Off Dead. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know his name, but he's got that voice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I could be wrong, brother. Because I don't know the gentleman's, like, name. Uh-huh. But I think he was in that movie Rock and Roll High School. Oh, God, I don't know. I, don't I know. gotta go back and research, dude. He was on an episode of My Name is Earl, though. Yeah, yeah. He was Chas Dalton. Mm-hmm. I remember the, the, the guy that's going on the moon. He was really big in the 80s. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I gotta have to go back and shit, dude. Uh-huh. It'll be a discussion for like our, our recap a recap episode and shit like that. But yeah, what a piece. Like, I had, he just comes off as a dick, huh? <laughs> He's like, where the fuck have you been? I've been waiting for you forever uh-huh. and shit like that. But then uh, Howard gets into the Turbo Man outfit. It's a pretty sick costume, dude. Yeah. It's fucking nice, dude. Yeah. Like, they have all these, like, gadgets and shit mm. like that. Basically, everything that Jamie told him in the beginning when he told him, I'll make it up to you. Yeah. I'll get you this Turbo Man. Everything that he, Jamie says, is on this fucking suit, man. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking nice, dude. But the one thing I got to say about this, bro, is that the fucking suit only hides, like, half of his face. Mm-hmm. And then you can clearly see, like, through <laughs> it from his eyes. It's shielded and shit. Yeah, yeah. But like, but not very well. Yeah. So it'd be very fucking like you have to be a dumb fuck to not know who the fuck is behind <laughs> it, right, dude? I guess it's uh one of those movie magics. Yeah. Suspension of disbelief. Yes, of course, and it's also a little kid. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so he goes into this like float, right? He mm-hmm. he, he sets he like ascends from this float. Everybody in the parade is like cheering on. It's fucking cool. All the little kids are seeing him come out. Jamie's right there in the crowd with Johnny. He sees his hero right there. It's fucking sick. He starts going with it because, like, even uh, the the fucking guy tells him, you, you need to start waving, dude. Mm-hmm. And he does, and he gets all into it, you know? <laughs> but then you can see that the guy that's supposed to play Dementor, the, yeah. ar- the arch nemesis, right? Mm-hmm. He gets fucked up. By now, you should know who the fuck it is, mm-hmm. right? And then, dude, this is a scene, dude, where I, where I remember a lot because... Uh, Turbo Man is supposed to pick out a child from the crowd uh-huh. so that he can give him the toy. Yeah, of course he's gonna look for Jamie. So he goes, Jamie, <laughs> like go fucking crazy, right? <laughs> and he goes, he knows my name, dude. <laughs> and I remembered that scene as a kid, dude. Yeah. I've never forgotten that shit. <laughs> it's so good. And then of course Myron shows up. He's the one that fucked up the Dementor. Goes into this crazy brawl. Mm. Dementor versus Turbo Man. And then there's like people, because this was like televised somewhat, like on the yeah, news. Yeah, yeah. And then you can also hear like somebody like kind of doing play by play, because this is supposed to be scripted. <laughs> yeah. Right? To where the guy goes, he like turns off his mic. He's like, dude, is this part of the script? Yeah, because the uh, Dementor, Myron, he's like, yeah. fl- he's flipping off the kids and stuff, because <laughs> they're all booing him. They're like, yeah. Boo, yeah. Boo. But yes, Myron, he's just going after the fucking doll. Yeah. So he chases after Jamie. They go on this pretty intense chase. It's pretty good, but no one does shit about it because they all think it's part of the script. Uh-huh. So then this leads Jamie to climb all these fucking places, dude. He gets on this like super high tree, mm-hmm. like not an actual tree. It's like a yeah, like a uh, like, like a, a deck- post. Yeah. It's decked out, looking like a Christmas tree uh-huh. and shit like that. To where 
like the people that are in the mic, they say like, Turbo Man, you're supposed to use your jetpack. Mm-hmm. And he fucking uses it, dude. <laughs> and he uses all the gadgets. It's pretty cool. Um, the jetpack fucks up, though. Yeah. It's obviously like, I mean, come on, dude. Howard's not going to know how to fucking fly this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I thought was pretty like, it made sense. Yeah. Because then he like goes, uses his jetpack. Yeah. And he fucks up like this, like random fucking like families like home, <laughs> right? It's like these poor family man, they're just trying to enjoy their fucking Christmas dinner, and then fucking Toro Man just goes through their fucking home. Yep, <laughs> good shit right there. He ends up fucking like going near to where like there are like mm-hmm. eye above this shit, to where Myron fucking gets the fucking doll. He actually gets it, mm-hmm. and so now Howard uses the fucking boomerang. I think mm-hmm. it was under the instructions of somebody though. No. Yeah. They told him, like, use your protective, whatever the fucking, it's a boomerang. Yep. Fucking uses it and it misses mm. to where Myron, like, laughs at him and says, oh, you fucking missed. <laughs> he takes the fucking doll from Jamie. So now he finally possesses this fucking, this fucking doll he's always been wanting for his kid. Yeah. Boomerang comes back and it fucking hits him, cuts everything. Jamie falls down. Of course, with the jetpack, Howard fucking gets him. He catches him. It's good shit. Myron falls. It's fucking funny. They arrest him. Of all of all people, it's Officer Hummel. Mm. This piece of shit finally fucking does something, right? Um, the the thing I did like about this though is that like I can see what was coming, dude. Mm. I know what it was. Yeah, but I don't care. It uh-huh. was like it may be cliche, but it was cool as fuck. Dude. Yeah, this is a kids movie. Yeah, all in all. So yeah. So then when, uh, but this is also the part where I was like, what the fuck, dude? Because <laughs> because because now. Jamie and Liz are with Turbo Man. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you can't fucking tell who it is in this fucking suit, dude, because <laughs> the shield is right there, and right? His accent, too. Yeah, the, the <laughs> fucking accent. He could have been like, hey, man, you sound just like my dad. <laughs> You're as tall as him, and this shell could fucking hide you forever, dude. You know? And he says, I just wish my dad was here. And he's like, I am your dad. And he mm. fucking takes off, and it's him, and it's fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Um. Then Officer Hummel takes the fucking the the doll from Myron. He gets arrested. But it has to ha- it has to end on a good note, right, brother? Uh-huh. Fucking Jamie takes it. He says, you know what? No. This is for Myron. And he takes it. And, he, and then he's like, Jamie. Uh, or fucking Howard says, Jamie, but this is what you wanted all along. Uh-huh. And he says, I have my real superhero at home. Yeah. And that's his dad. Mm-hmm. And that's how the movie ended, man. Mm-hmm. Like a fairly simple fucking movie to follow. Bro, this was only an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, it was a very short one. It was very easy watch. Short. It's a super easy watch. Mm. I do not think it gets the credit it deserves, man. I thought overall it was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I very much liked it. I'm a big fan of Arnold, dude. Say what you want about all these other fucked up movies, dude. Because mm-hmm. like, there's so many of them. They're just, they're kind of stinkers. Mm-hmm. But I genuinely, genuinely fucking enjoyed Jingle All The Way, man. I thought it was funny, even for this day, man. Yeah, I enjoyed it, man. What are yeah. your some thoughts on this? Don't, don't give not the overall thoughts, brother. But what do you got to say about this shit? Man? I think it's great, man. I decided to watch it late last night because I was like, "Oh, should I watch it? Let's just let's just knock it out, right?" Mm-hmm. And I found myself laughing, you know, out yeah. loud. And it, I didn't I didn't pay attention to the time, or I wasn't like, "When is this movie going to end?" Mm-hmm. So even as an adult, this is there's there's good stuff here. Mm-hmm. I agree, brother. Mm-hmm. Well said, right there, man. So now let's get into the segment of some of the work from uh, some of the actors and actresses. Uh, well, no, we'll just get into the actors right here because I'm not too familiar with uh, Mrs. Tom Hanks mm-hmm. in any of her movies. Yeah. So we'll just go with a couple, right? So let's start with the director, though, Brian Levant. He's done some stinkers, bro. 
I was not a fan of uh, Are We There Yet movies. Mm-mm. He mm. also did The Flintstones. Mm, nice. <laughs> he did Beethoven as well. Nice. Uh, but one movie I got to bring up, bro. And I, I want to say this was his debut film that he directed. And dude, fuck Rotten Tomatoes, dude. Their fucking, their ratings are bullshit. Mm. I'm the critic. I'll decide if it's good <laughs> or not. Right? And, and the, I think this movie got a 0%. But I fucking loved it, dude. It's one of my favorite comedy movies of the 90s, dude. And that is Problem Child 2. Oh, fuck. Have you seen the Problem Child movies, I think dude? I've seen all three, right? Yeah. Uh, or is there four? There might be a four, dude. I never saw four for sure. But I remember I've seen the first one. I've seen the second one. I don't remember shit about them. The first two are fucking great, bro. Mm-hmm. The thing I remember fondly about the second one is that uh, the kid that plays Junior, mm-hmm. Junior Healy, um, by the way, rest in peace to John Ritter. He's yes. in those movies, man. Mm-hmm. He was dearly missed. Yep. Uh, there's a part where he can't ride on a on a fucking like a ride because mm-hmm. he's not he's not tall enough. Oh, the so, spinner, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the there's a kid that's been held back for like eight years. Yeah, the the right? fat guy, the fat dude. <laughs> he's like, oh, can little kitty not go on the ride? And then he fucking does his like perfect spin, <laughs> and he fucking wheel kicks the sign, dude. <laughs> that shit had me laughing so hard when I was a kid, <laughs> and even to this day as a grown ass man, I still laugh my ass off like that. <laughs> Problem child too. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's gonna give you some laughs. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it, brother. Uh, we're going to get into Jim Belushi, brother. All right. I wanted to bring up this movie, all right? Jim Belushi is the one that played Santa Claus in this. Mm-hmm. There's one movie I recently checked out that he's in. It's called Katie Says Goodbye. I believe it's on Netflix. That's where I checked it out. I don't know if it's still there. It's very sad. It's a depressing film. Uh, Olivia Cook is in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays a waitress who's just trying to believe she lives in some area like in the desert at some diner. Mm-hmm. Uh, she prostitutes herself. That way she can try to gain money and go and live, do her dreams out in San Francisco. Mm. And one of the people that is there for her services is Jim Belushi. He's a truck driver. Mm. And it, dude, it's a very good film. It, Jim Belushi is just a side character. Mm. But he's actually like pretty, he's a pretty good character. Okay. Um, yeah, Katie says goodbye. Solid film. You got anything from Jim Belushi, bro? Uh, I know I've seen movies with him that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing is like amazing, but mm-hmm. I remember him in the show, According to Jim. Did you ever oh, see that one? Yeah, that's dude. like one of those shows that's kind of like Everybody Loves Raymond. You can yeah. always just, whenever it's on, you just, you just enjoy it because it's like a, it's a sitcom. Yeah. So I liked him in that. And overall, I really like him. So yeah. I mean, he gets overshadowed by his brother, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I think he's done a, he's had a fairly respectful career, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Next character, but we're going to get into is Jamie played by Jake Lloyd. Uh, this is the only movie I've ever seen him in besides Jingle All the Way. And it's, of all fucking things, it's Star Wars, dude. The Phantom yeah. Menace. Yep. The reason I want to bring this up, dude, is because I saw this movie in theaters. I will say it, bro. I am not a Star Wars fan. Me either. Don't like Amen. Star Wars. I think it is one of, if not the most overrated franchise I've ever fucking seen. Mm-hmm. All right? People fucking... Dude, I have a Chewbacca shirt, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, some person at the store randomly told me, like, oh, I love your shirt. And I go, oh, yeah, it's just a shirt. I don't like Star Wars. And the way they looked at me was like, yeah. like fuck, are you kidding me, dude? Like, uh-huh. I'm like, fuck Star Wars, dude. Chewbacca's a cool character, though. Uh-huh. But the reason I want to bring it up, dude, is because in The Phantom Menace, like, I thought it was, like, pretty sick, like, with action and stuff. Mm-hmm. I watched it in theaters. My friend took me for free. Shout out to the good brother, Eddie Carrillo. Love you, brother. All right? He took me, and, yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. But then all I hear is The Phantom Menace is the worst Star Wars movie I've ever heard in my or I've ever seen, dude. It's like, well, then fuck me, right? Because it shows how much I know about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. If that's the worst one, then like, 
the fuck, dude? Yeah, I saw that one in theaters too. Uh, eh, I saw the second one in theaters too, mm. but uh, I didn't really particularly enjoy them. All right. Let's get into the main course right here, brother. That's it. That is none other than fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, bro. We all got, everybody's got favorite Arnold movies, man. You know mine, brother? Let me, let's pick a few. Yeah? Go ahead. Yeah. All right. The first one, I already brought a Predator mm-hmm. that we watched, or, or that I said the, with the dreads and everything like that. Yep. Predator is one of my favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, man. Fucking badass movie. You like Predator, bro? Yeah, I like Predator. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's one of the ones that I, I've enjoyed. It's a sick movie, dude. Mm-hmm. On a rewatch, I still thought it held up pretty well. Yeah. One of my favorite Arnold movies, man. The next one I want to bring up, dude, it's a comedy. And yeah, it might not get the ratings, dude, but I don't give a fuck. If it's on TV and it's on, I'm going to check out Kindergarten Cop, bro. <laughs> I fucking love that movie, dude. The part when he yells at the kids. Yeah. That's how I want to yell at my neighbors whenever they put on country music, dude. Nice. I fucking hate country music. Mm-hmm. So the whole shot, ah, <laughs> that thing is, I fucking love Kindergarten Cop, dude. Right on. Love it. And the last one I'm going to bring up, bro, this is kind of like a guilty pleasure. This movie is so fucking flawed, but I fucking love it. Uh, I'm going to exclude uh, Terminator Judgment Day as uh-huh. like his best movie because everybody fucking knows that. Yeah. But if I could pick a favorite Arnold movie, it's this one, bro. It's Commando. <laughs> I fucking love this movie, dude. Yeah. It is so flawed, but I don't give a fuck. It's got the good fucking cheesy one-liners, man. Sick action. Good story. Fucking love it, bro. I, I fucking love Commando. I kind of wish we would have reviewed it. Yeah. But who knows? We might. You yeah. never know. Yeah. Uh, Arnold, I have, you know, the classic Total Recall. It's Fuck a great yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't say enough about that movie. But I'll go into some lesser known ones that I like that aren't good movies either. But I don't know. <laughs> the first one is The Sixth Day. You ever seen that one? No, never. That's the one uh, where he gets cloned. There's like clones in it. Uh, it's interesting. And then the other one I was going to say was End of Days. That's the one where he tries to save uh, the world from the devil taking over or something. That one actually I like. Uh, I'm not going to say it's a cinematic masterpiece, yeah. but it's an interesting movie. I think he acts pretty well. And he plays like a, a grizzled cop. who lost his family and then he's like thrown into this situation. It's pretty good. I recommend it. Dude, I've never seen that one either, dude. That one's good. I, I mean, since I've been an Arnold kick, I got, I should probably check him out then by, yeah, yeah. by the end of the week, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, brother, what do you say, bro? I think it's time for the overall thoughts, man. Let's do it. Let's do it, brother. If you don't mind, let me go first. Yeah, brother? Go for it. So, man, like I already mentioned, man, this was a surprisingly solid film, especially for like Christmas time. Like I mentioned, man, everybody talks about all the Home Alone movies and how classic they are, which they are. They're yeah. fucking timeless, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jingle All the Way should get a little more praise, man, because it is a pretty solid Christmas movie, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they watch uh, all the Christmas movies the same way we do this one, as you don't take it serious. It's all fun. All that good shit, man. Acting-wise, it was pretty good, man. Sinbad was fucking <laughs> awesome, bro. Yeah. He was exactly what he had to be as yep. comedic relief, man. Yep. Um, there were some respectable shots on this that I did mention earlier. Uh, it's a very uh, easy story to follow. Uh, it's very straightforward. Uh, man, this just... Overall, just a good time, man. With the runtime of only an hour and 20 minutes, man. Fuck, give me six and a half stars on this, brother. This was a solid fucking movie, dude. Yeah. And one of, like, the lesser Christmas movies I think people should check out, man. Yeah. I'll say the same thing. It's not a cinematic masterpiece, but it's a good time. I was cracking up. It's easy to watch. Uh, There's nothing too deep here. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of one of those movies you put on to feel good. Mm -hmm. The acting is good. I like uh, the comedic relief you know got phil hartman 
mm-hmm. is the jerk. You got Sinbad who kills it. He's cracking me up all the time. Arnold does a good job. Uh, overall, it's just it's a fun throwback to the 90s. It reminds mm-hmm. me of being a kid. And I am also going to give this a 6.5 out of 10. Fuck yeah, brother. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, man. Cheers to fucking Arnold mm-hmm. for this, man. Cheers to Brian Levant. Uh, man, bottoms up to them. One swig for the good man, brother. Cheers. Mm-hmm. And we're going to end it right there, man. Thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Thank you so much for the continued support. Please check us out next week. We're going to get into a dark comedy film, man. One that I was very excited to get into. We were supposed to do a different one, mm-hmm. but then we chose this one instead. So please be on the lookout for that. Uh, remember to be kind to one another. Much love to all of you, man. Peace. Cheers. Mwah. And Merry Christmas, y'all. Peace. See you later. Thank you again for sticking with us to the very end. Please join us next week for our last episode of 2023 as we review an underrated dark comedy film. And that movie is Little Miss Sunshine, a film directed by Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris. Please go out of your way to watch this movie and then join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all and bottoms up. Bottoms up.